Romans 8.15 says, You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Welcome to Spirit of Adoption Radio, where we soar above all the darkness of this world and see things in the light of God's eternal perspective. Now, here's your hosts, Kevin and Tabitha Lavelle. Shalom. We're so thankful and blessed that you would choose to join us today for episode number 67 of Spirit of Adoption Radio. I'm Kevin, and with me as always is my dear wife, Tabitha. How are you today, Svia? I'm doing great. Just thankful for all the help of the Lord in our lives, you know? Amen. The Lord is our helper. Yes, we need Him so much. If He is our help, who can be against us? If God is for you, who can be against you? Amen. Amen? Yes. We need help, right? Yes, we do. Every hour, every minute. Amen. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Mm. Help us to do whatever you would ask of us. Mm. Wow. Amen. And on today's show, we want to talk about what we would do if we were in someone else's shoes. Okay. Amen. So on Monday, we went to see a movie called Sabina, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Actually, it's it's about Richard and Sabina Wormbrand. Yeah. So a few years ago, they made the movie Tortured for Christ mm-hmm. about Richard Wormbrand's time in the communist prison in Romania. Yes. But his wife, Sabina, also endured much tribulation. Yeah. And so this movie was about her life. Mm-hmm. And it kind of showed how they came to the Lord mm-hmm. and how the Lord used them to save many Jewish lives when the Nazis were taking over Romania, Yeah, right? But sadly, all of Sabina's family, they were all killed. Mm, I know. So and sad. So I actually want to play a clip, not of the movie, but of the audio book. Mm-hmm. So there's a book called Wormbrand, The Complete Story. Yeah. And it shares Richard's testimony and Sabina's testimony all in one. And they have an audio book version of this where it's kind of dramatized. So it's really well done. It's powerful. Okay, cool. But I want to play a clip of that. And it's the part where Sabina actually meets the man who killed her family. 
And we're going to see what she did. Mm. And then we're going to ask ourselves some questions. Amen. Amen. Imagine how Jesus, who is perfect love, can forgive and love you. If you turn to him, everything you've done will be forgiven. Borilla's hardened exterior crumbled. Confronted with guilt and forgiveness, the killer clutched his shirt with both hands and ripped it apart. Oh, God, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? Borilla cradled his head in his hands and sobbed. I'm a murderer. I'm soaked in blood. What do I do? Richard declared, In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command the devil of hatred to leave your soul. Borilla began to tremble as the two men prayed together aloud. Over and over, Borilla asked God to forgive him, to relieve his conscience of his crimes. When Borilla had exhausted himself in prayer, Richard said to him, I promised you an experiment, and I'm going to keep my word. He drew back the doorway curtain and slipped into Sabina's room. There's a man here you have to meet, he whispered patting Sabina's shoulder. She rubbed her eyes and sat up. I believe he's the man who murdered your family, he added. But he's repented, and now he's our brother. Sabina wrapped herself in a robe, sat in silence for a few minutes, and then went to greet her family's murderer. Borila was surprised when Sabina embraced him. The two held each other and wept together, kissing each other's cheeks again and again. Richard knew his wife's heart. If God could forgive her for the crimes in her own past, she could forgive Borilla. If God could cleanse her conscience of all the people she hurt, all the strangers she cheated, all the damage she inflicted, then God surely could do the same for Borilla. Then, just as Richard predicted, Sabina went into the kitchen to prepare the soldier a meal. As Sabina worked in the kitchen, Richard went into the next room to retrieve their two-year-old son. He brought Mihai, still asleep in his arms, into the living room to show his guest. It had been only a few hours since Borilla had boasted of killing Jewish children in their parents' arms. Do you see how quietly he sleeps? Richard asked. You're also like a newborn child who can rest in your father's arms. The blood that Jesus shed has cleansed you. Borilla remained with the worm brands that night and awoke refreshed. It's been a long time since I slept like that he confessed. After breakfast, he went with Richard to the homes of other Jewish Christians, each time recounting his story and being welcomed like the returning prodigal son. Richard gave Borilla a copy of the New Testament and shared with him stories about how Jesus Christ can change even murderers. He explained how Saul of Tarsus also murdered God's people and how after he met Christ on the road to Damascus, he became known as Paul and became a great missionary. 
but soon the time came for Borila to rejoin his regiment in a neighboring town. His unit had been ordered back to the front lines, and he was forced to make a decision. What do I do? he asked Richard. I'll have to start killing again. No, Richard said. You've killed more than a soldier needs to. He wrapped his arms around his new brother and said, Better allow others to kill you instead. The Bible doesn't forbid that. Borilla nodded, put on his military cap and departed. Over time, he became one of the Wormbrand's closest friends. As Richard later reflected, the only two men Sabina ever kissed after her marriage were her husband and the man who murdered her family. Wow. Amen. That's supernatural Mm. love. Yeah. Yes. It's incredible. It's such a testimony. Amen. When we left the theater, I was praying and asking the Lord about that part in the movie. Mm. I was asking the Lord, what would I do? And I was Mm. asking myself, examining myself, what would I do in that moment? I thought, well, I know I would want to do what she did. Mm. I would want to be like Jesus. And we have his spirit in us. The spirit is willing, yeah, but the flesh is weak. So I know I would want to respond that way. I know you would want to respond that way. Mm. And I think the Holy Spirit was counseling us, speaking to yeah. us. And I had this thought that the way we can understand what we might do in that situation is to understand how we react in smaller things. Mm. On a regular basis. Yeah. To ask ourselves that question How do I respond in smaller situations mm. that happen in my life? Right. That's how we test ourselves to know what we might do in bigger situations. Like that was huge. Mm. Sabina meeting the man yeah. who killed her family, mm. waking up out of sleep, right. And going out in their living room and meeting the man who killed mm. your whole family. Yeah, right. it was a mindset that she was practicing in her daily life. That doesn't just come out of nowhere. No. You know, and Richard, he knew what she would do. Mm-hmm. He actually knew of his wife that she would make him a meal. He knew that she would. And that's powerful to know that about someone else. That, that shows a trustworthy, proven character in smaller things, obviously. Smaller things, yeah. If he knew what she was going to do, that means he had already seen her doing that in smaller Mm -hmm. things, right? Mm -hmm. And so thinking this way, having this mindset is how we hold ourselves accountable and how we help ourselves prepare for the big tests that are coming like Sabina had that day. Yeah. Amen. We need to think, would I do that? Mm. And what do I do? in smaller situations, when little wrongs are done to me, Mm. smaller things are done to me, or smaller difficult circumstances happen to me, Mm. do I immediately get in the flesh? Mm. Because that was huge what Sabina was encountering right there. Yeah, definitely. Her immediate response was not to get in the flesh and want vengeance. Right. That wasn't her immediate response. No. Her immediate response was love. Mm. It was like, she was crucified with Christ. Yeah. And it was no longer her who was living, but Christ living in her. That's what she demonstrated. Yeah. 
And that's what she said about it, too, because, you know, when people were asking her, how did you do that? Then she said, you know, it's not something that I could do in my own strength, but he, meaning Jesus, who lives in her, is the one who gave her the power to do that. It was supernatural. I mean, you don't naturally do that. You would naturally have anger towards that person that you wouldn't be able to deal with. But she totally died to herself there. That's right. You know? That the life of Christ might be manifested. Yeah. Not her, but Christ was manifested. Mm. And the scripture says we need to practice righteousness. Yes. He who practices righteousness is righteous, Mm. just as he is righteous. So it's him in us, right? Yeah. But he gives us opportunities. To some degree, we have those opportunities to crucify the flesh Mm. and to walk in the spirit. Yes. Amen? Amen. So how was Sabina? You mentioned she was quick to forgive. How was she so quick to forgive? Mm. It's because forgiveness was being practiced in smaller opportunities and the forgiveness of Christ towards her was being thought about regularly in the smaller things. Mm, right. Yeah. Remembering where she came from, basically. Yeah, right. You know, like, um, well, I was such and such, and yeah. I was forgiven such and such before I came to Jesus. So who am I to withhold forgiveness from someone else? And But it has to be thought about. Yeah, you have to be remi- have to reminding yourself. And yeah. remind yourself. And Mm -hmm. think about that. Yes, amen. Ephesians chapter 4, 31 and 32 says, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Mm. That's exactly what she did. Yeah. Yeah. She was a doer of the word, not Mm. just a hearer of the word. Yes. You know, it's where the rubber meets the road that matters. Mm, Definitely. So you can be a hearer of the word all day long, but when the opportunity comes for you to put it in practice, that's real Christianity. Mm, That's right. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter six, the Lord Jesus Christ says, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. But if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Mm. For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good, To those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Mm. For even sinners do the same. But I say, love your enemies. Do good and lend, hoping nothing in return. And your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High. Mm. For he is kind to the unthankful and evil. Mm. Yeah. Amen. You know, it's like, what's more powerful Going and punching that man in the face Mm. or slapping him Mm. or what Sabina did in forgiving him. Yeah. The love of Jesus is more powerful than all the weapons of man put together. If she could gather up all the arsenal of the Nazi regime, Mm. point every gun at him, every tank at him, drop every bomb on him, none of those things would be as powerful as the love of Christ. None of those things would change his heart. Right. So the power of the love of Christ is the most powerful thing in the universe. Yeah. But it's not easy. No, it's not, it's easy. not easy. It's not it It's takes, not natural. It took her having to die. That's right. I mean, he he killed her whole family, but she had to die too. 
that he might live. Yes. Amen. That's what it comes down to. Exactly. And Jesus died that we might live. That's mm, so powerful. And then now everyone watching that testimony is witnessing this and it's going to speak to them in the smaller things. Because mm. if she can forgive that, mm. and if Jesus, like his sacrifice on the cross, if he can forgive the wretched filth of sin that I've done and that you've done, honey, and yeah. that our listeners have done. Yeah. If he can forgive all of that sin, it's like, you know, what what can we forgive? Hold against anyone. You know, and what can we hold against yeah. anyone? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just mind blowing. Yeah. If if she can do that with that murderer, then how could I hold anything against you, dear? If right. you ever did anything small against me. Right. Or me against you. Exactly. If I did anything small against you, because it could never be like that. Mm. Right? Right. Because I love you, but I make mistakes. Yeah. And I do too. And And you love me, but you make mistakes. Right. How can I ever not forgive you? How -hmm. could you ever not forgive me? Right. And, you know, that is one of the things in marriage. You have to practice forgiveness, forgiving one another, loving one another, forgiving just as Christ forgave you. And I'm actually getting tears as I think about that. Because, you know, um, if I hold things against my husband, and we're one flesh, it's just hurting me. Mm. It's hurting you, but it's hurting me too, you know? And it's hurting Jesus most of all when we hold things against one another or, you know, and we just have to constantly live in that forgiveness of one another because, you know, we're not going to be exactly perfect all the time. That's right. You know, my husband can't meet every single need that I have. He's not God, so he can't totally be everything to me that God can, you know? And so you have to make sure, ladies, that you're not looking at your husband as superhuman because he's not. And, you know, we we have to constantly understand each other and love one another and live in that daily forgiveness of each other, you know? It's seeing everything from the cross. Yes. So, if we're crucified with Christ, that means we got up on the cross with him. Mm. And remember, the Lord demonstrated this on the cross. Yes. Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. Mm. If he can say that, right? how dare we not say it too? Exactly. Yeah. Unless we're greater than him. Mm. No. And I, I'd say we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> we let him do something greater in us, though. Yes, right? amen. So praise God, he gives and allows these smaller opportunities to prepare us for bigger things coming. Mm. Amen? Amen. We need to think about that. In Jeremiah chapter 12, the Lord speaks to him. He says, if you have run with the footmen and they have wearied you, then how can you contend with the horses? Mm. And if in the land of peace in which you trusted, they wearied you, then how will you do in the floodplain of the Jordan mm. when it overflows is what the Lord's talking about. Yeah. Because sometimes there is some trials and circumstances and evil that overflows mm. like a flood of it Yeah, that comes into your life. Mm. And at the time of Jeremiah, there definitely was. Wow. In Jerusalem and Judah, it was an overflowing flood of wickedness. Mm. Okay. And the Lord, he speaks that to us too. Yes. You know, if if you can't handle these small things in me mm. with my strength, with my spirit, what are you going to do when it overflows? 
like the Lord warns us in the last days before he comes, lawlessness will abound. It's going to be overflowing. Mm. It's like the flood plain of the Jordan. Right. It's going to overflow. What are you going to do during that time? Mm. So it's like, these are like quizzes. The Lord allows the smaller things in our life. You know, when we went to school, the quizzes, they help us to do well on the test. That's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? If you you cheat on the quizzes, what will happen on the test? Mm. The little quizzes, they add up to the big test. That's right. You know, there's always more quizzes than tests. Yeah, definitely. There was always mm-hmm. more quizzes than, they were than tests. trying to usually help you prepare for the big test. Exactly. Mm-hmm. God does the same thing. Amen. And remember, the Lord said in the garden, watch and pray, lest you fall into temptation. So we need to watch and pray daily so when the most evil day comes, we'll be ready. Mm, that's so true. There's great temptations and tests coming to the saints during the tribulation period. Right. Yes. In Revelation 13, it speaks of when the Antichrist is given authority that the saints are given into his hands. Mm. And it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. So the saints of the Most High God Mm. are going to go through a great temptation and a great trial and a great testing coming before the Lord returns. Mm. And we have to be preparing for that. Yes, definitely. Our smaller temptations right now are preparing us for the larger ones that are coming. Mm. You know, we can be preparing our minds ahead of time before it happens, you know? Amen. Amen. We must practice enduring and not giving in mm, right now. Yes. Not giving into the flesh. Yes. We have to practice that enduring hardship as good soldiers of Christ Jesus. Yes. And not giving into the flesh. We have to practice that. Why do you think Sabina didn't give into the flesh right there? Mm. If she had been practicing giving into the flesh, what would she have done right there? She would have given in the you flesh. Know, she might have become a victim. Yeah. It could have turned out really bad. That's right. So we have to practice enduring mm. to endure and not give in later. Yes. See, like we read in Revelation 13, when the Antichrist comes on the scene, it's going to be worse than when the Nazis were on the scene in Eastern Europe. Mm. It's going to be worse than that. Yeah. The Lord said, it's going to be a time of trouble that the world has never seen before. Mm. So we need to practice now. Mm. Amen. Yeah. You know, it's a daily choice that we can make now. You know, if we're choosing to walk by faith and not by fear now, then, um, you know, in the little things, then... Mm. We're going to be prepared That's right. to do that in the bigger things, like you said. Amen. James chapter 1, verse 12. We'll close with this verse. Very important. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Mm-hmm. If we love the Lord, then we will endure all things. That's right. First Corinthians 13. The love of God endures Endures all all things. things. And he who endures to the end shall be saved. Mm. You see, the Lord has saved you. If you've repented and you've turned to him, if you've done that, you have present current salvation. Mm. But we need to continue steadfast, enduring to the end by the grace of God 
and we will receive the end of our faith, the salvation of our souls, final salvation Mm. for all eternity. Amen. Amen. Well, we just want to thank all of our listeners once again for joining us here for another episode of Spirit of Adoption Radio. We're really excited to be welcoming a whole new bunch of listeners in Uganda, Africa, who are joining us. And so we just want to take our first time here to say hey to our Ugandan friends. Let's speak some uh, Lugandan. Is that it? Yeah, I've been to Uganda. We were practicing some uh, yesterday, right? Yes. So I'll teach you how to say God bless you in Lugandan. It's Mukama Akwe Omukisa. Mukama Akwe Omukisa. Omukisa. Mukama Akwe Omukisa. Amen. Amina. Amina. That's, that's amen in Lugandan. So we just want to. Amina. Amina. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> so we just want to say hey, and we're excited that you're here. We want you to come back every week at the same time so you can hear our show on the station that you're listening to right now. So, um, and just want to let you all know that we're praying for you and our listeners are praying for you too. Yes. Amen. Pray for all those who will be listening in Uganda and those who are listening in Kenya. Yes. We have many testimonies like just this week. Yeah, we have a testimony. We have a a man named Lucas Mm. and another man named Barack came to salvation just this week through listening to the show in Kenya and they received a Bible. So we want to say hey to Barack and hey, Lucas, we prayed for you today and we're excited to see what God is going to do in your life. Amen. And remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. He has everything under control. So look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Amen. 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 And may the Lord bless you as you seek him today. Maranatha. Thanks for listening to Spirit of Adoption Radio. You can reach us through our website, adoptionairfare.com. Also, please subscribe and leave us a review on the listening platform of your choice. Lord willing, we'll see you next time. Maranatha. Maranatha.